Coming up on the show this week, it's Inside the Human Mind special with our special guest, Mr. Dave Deedy. He's a good friend of the band. Uh, he's a, f- a fitness expert, cycling expert, fitness cycling <laughs> IT and guitar guru, what should we say? He's a guru of them all, sorry. Um, this week, um, as I've mentioned, we'll be talking about Inside the Human Mind. We'll discuss some memories, uh, some drawer porridge, um, Dreams and nightmares <laughs> and psychics. So let's go. And only one beetle mentioned this week. Only one beetle. <laughs> let's go. to episode 12 of the Carbon Copy Covid Curer podcast. There will be some bad language. We're on Spotify and Apple. You can subscribe and follow us to be notified of the latest episodes. We're also on YouTube and Anchor. Uh, We're a wedding band from Scotland. We're on lockdown, so we're not playing weddings. Instead of that, we're doing a podcast every week for our own sanity. Uh, my name's Martin, also known as Merv. I play guitar in the wedding band Carbon Copy. I'm joined by our lead singer, David Swan, also known as Swanee. Hello there. We've got our bass player, Mark Caulfield, also known as Spanko. Hello. And our drummer, Neil McDougall, Shugs McDougs. Hello. Uh, we're joined by a very special guest, a good friend of the band, fitness cyclone, IT and guitar guru, Dave Didi. Welcome, Dave. Hey guys, uh, thanks very much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no, excellent. Aye, it's, it's been good. I've been enjoying your podcast and uh, hearing what you've been up to. It sounds like it's been uh, an interesting period for you guys. Obviously, okay. the entertainment industry's been well and truly uh, mm. bambooed at the moment. It's, um, yeah. I'm just watching more about that tonight. We're talking about it in the news. Bambooed, Dave? Is that a... Is <laughs> I was gonna, a, I was gonna, I was trying to get banjoed out, and it came out as bamboo. Do you know you what? You slagged me on Facebook last week saying all the, all the what was it, switchinery you called it, all oh, the, the sw- words that oh, I made no. up. But bamboo is a word. Some of the words you come out there are just extraordinary. I just honestly, my brain works like too fast for my mouth, and then words come out that don't mean anything. I've got them written down somewhere. Cycloplastic. It's like, what? What's that what? word? I, d- I don't know. It's a word to describe a psychopath. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a cracker. <laughs> that goes, that that goes in the switchinary. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry, you were saying the entertainment's decimated. Yes, Dave, thanks for reminding us. <laughs> oh, but I, th- I think what you're doing, you're making the most of what you've got right now. And that's, uh, that's so you any, can do, man. any mm. conduits that are open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, conduits? Hold on a minute. Let's let's get this straight here, Mr. Diddy, right? On this podcast, we're uneducated (laughs) fucking idiots. There'll be none of this, right? So don't start it now. Don't start it now. A conduit is... Is that like tomato sauce and stuff? No, it's a bit of metal trunking they use for electrical work. That's the only reason I know the words, because I could never get it right when I was doing my apprenticeship. I get 
I get well. I get rattled for it by the uh, the trainer quite a few times because I kept getting the word wrong, so it stuck it's nice with one. me. Ah, it's it's a nice conduit, conduit, conduit. Yes. I was thinking of condiments. Ah, right. Okay, <laughs> no. Right. no. <laughs> I'm not getting any of them up here with me, do <laughs> How's things been for you, mate? On lockdown, I know that you are a big massive cycling head so you're out doing hundreds and hundreds of miles every feckin' day of the week on all kinds of terrain so that must have been hard that getting pulled away for you a wee bit mate well as you know me i have uh, i have uh, taken up the hobby of of uh, injuring and catastrophically damaging my body quite uh, significantly so i've actually not ridden out on the road since lockdown started, I've been doing all my training indoors in my wee garage. Um, yep. Obviously, getting the same kind of training effect, but obviously, you're staring at a, a laptop screen and, and doing all your training that way. But um, currently, mm-hmm. at the moment, I've got my shoulder strapped up. Just to fill you guys in, um, Dave is the most, um, what's the nicest word I can use here? Clumsiest bastard you'll ever meet in your life. <laughs> Like if there's a um, corner of a table now, correct me if I'm wrong here, Mister Diddy, but you you would see yourself to be a wee bit clumsy as well. Am I I've right? Had, I've I've had my moments, David. I've had my moments. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, it, and it obviously falls into your cycling as well. But you've had some real bad injuries recently. What was the what, the shoulder one? It looked pretty sore to me. That one is that the, uh, oh, the shoulder one? Oh well, actually, the shoulder one stems from um, you and I and yeah. Tam and Kev meeting in Wales many years yep. back and um, I had gone there to do a little bit of mountain biking in advance so if you guys have a wee look in your, your chat window right. this is this is a wee link to my YouTube video um, where you see the first what I would call a significantly bad mountain biking accident oh it's terrible I can't and, watch it again uh, is this like Really bad. I don't know if I want yeah. to watch it. <laughs> you see that the, the, the cameras, the cameras in my head. Bear in mind, so you see everything from my perspective. You know that you know Family Guy when Peter or stubs his toe. Or nice. his it's one of those moments. You hear I'm me just going. You hear me just going. I feel really bad at this point because see when you, well me, Tam and Kev had travelled down from <laughs> Scotland uh, ourselves together uh, and you had been, you had come up from Southampton and we were meeting in Wales so we were on the lash <laughs> we were like yes party time, here we go, weekend with the boys we're going to Wales, but Dave was still but when we got there we were obviously can so we are hanging out this window two stories up my hotel Aye. just waiting for our mate to arrive and the party can kick off and they're in the distance <laughs> they're in the distance outside the, the fog and the clouds comes Dave carrying his bike like black from head to toe and yep. we thought we thought just you know that's him being <laughs> it, mental and going through the forest and he's covered in dirt and we were pissing ourselves laughing at him but then he bought closer and closer and closer and he got to the hotel and he said thanks you wankers I've actually dislocated my shoulder <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's that accident they had in the forest um, how high up was the fall I'm, I'm watching it now that you'll be able to hear my video of it the fall it wasn't actually it was the last little bit of what's called North Shore um, and when I just dropped down I just didn't get my arse over the back of the seat quick enough so the front of the bike almost 
because it's suspension forks, it was like falling onto a spring. And that's why yeah. I've went head over heels, landed in my right hand shoulder, snapped my collarbone oh. and, and did, did all sorts. Did you say you can hear you? You'll be able to hear, I'm playing it back now from YouTube, you'll probably hear it, hang on. Hi. Oh man. Oh. 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 Yep. It just sounds sore, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <clears throat> Oof. See, it's a, it's a Peter bit. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that kind of stuff is um, rife in that game, but isn't it? Because you're taking your life in your hands, especially road cycling. But that obviously that was your your uh, mountain biking stuff. Oh no, I rattled I, I rattled it, and then the worst bit of it was I had eight kilometres to get back to the to the car, so I had to cycle eight k back. Um, and then of course I had the weekend we use with go kart racing <laughs> and clay pigeon shooting. It was great. I, I just thought I'd lose my shoulder. You did. You ah, did. done well, mate. Um, Dave, I watched a documentary the other night. Right, I always love to talk about the documentaries that I watched. When I watched one that you'll absolutely, you've probably seen it. Um, Where dreams go to die. Have you seen it? No, I've no, I've not. Oh, me, yeah. it's incredible. It's about the Barclay Marathons. Right. So, okay. Barclay Marathons um, is basically like a hundred plus mile event, ah. um, and many many consider this the toughest endurance run on earth. Basically, so it spans. Spanning more than two years, um, it's basically following this guy who's... There's only ever been, like, 14 people that have finished it. So what happens is, is they all go into the woods where it starts, and they don't know when it's going to start. They don't... It can be, like, one hour's time, or it can be, like, 11 hours' time. So they need to judge when they get all their sleep and stuff like that. Uh, and then the horn goes, and they all go, and they do it in, like, four... I can't remember how they call it, but four stages, there's a name for the stages, but mm-hmm. and they need to go and collect these pages out books all over the wilderness in Southern America. Uh, and it is absolutely mental what these guys put themselves through. Really? Literally on death's door when they get to the the finish line, it's incredible. So you need you need to watch that, mate. It's one I'll of the best to, things just, that I've I, seen recently. Um, I've just YouTube down there. Check it out! It is absolutely brilliant, and it just shows the commitment that these guys put into this. Aye. It's beyond anything that I can even comprehend. That type of commitment that you and these guys put into that stuff. I mean, we put commitment into the band, but this feels like you're putting your life as a commitment, you know, into this. And a lot of this guy basically said that, you know, he said I'll complete this or it'll kill me, yeah. you know, he said that it's like, I'm going to yeah. do it or I'll go uh, but it's phenomenal watch, like really well shot and amazing stories. I'll definitely about have it. to I'll, get a look mate, absolutely. I'll not give you really the, the ending away, but the ending is unbelievable so I check it out, everybody check it out, it's really good, really enjoyed it, it. Good. dreams go to die Try and get a look at Race Across America then because that's exactly the same thing, except it's cycling, and it's you cycle across America 3,000 miles in 10 days. Wow. And these guys are literally sleeping on the bikes, but <laughs> their bodies just keep pedaling. It's oh my ama- God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the muscle memory. Do you right. know what I mean? It's just all that stuff kicking in. So the right. basically... Is they're so exhausted, parts of their brain and their mind start to let them shut down, yep. even though their legs keep turning. How do they steer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do they see where they're going? 
Well, that, that, that's a good question. And uh, if you've ever been to the States, you will find that there are stretches of road, Merv, that Straight are roads, hundreds of miles, mate. Like, literally, aye. you could do... I remember out in California, the, we were looking down one road and the driver said to us, this is 60 miles of straight road. He said, see, aye, this aye. is why bus drivers have such a nightmare when they're driving out in, like, California and all these places, because there's, there's nothing to keep the mind occupied. They're literally just sitting That's, with the steering wheel in their hands. But it's really hard to comprehend as a, a normie, if you like, because Aye. when even when I was sitting watching it, you, you know, you see all the people drop them out after stage one. You know, it goes for, for like 80 people down to like 12 after Aye. stage one. And there's only ever two going into stage five. And they're, what you're talking about, these guys that are coming, the one guy that finished it was coming to the end, you could tell he wasn't in his body. This guy wasn't in his body. Aye, like, aye, he wasn't aye. there. But his legs were just, it was just they have this kind of a distinctive run that they do. And he just, that was him the way he was going. And, you know, the wife gets him at the end. And the wife's like, ah, for some reason, you know, wish they wouldn't do this to themselves. <laughs> but what can you do? They're going to do it. So they're trying to finish this and get it done. <laughs> the commitment to it is staggering. It's, mm-hmm. it's beyond human, that stuff. It is. It's mental. Aye, it's, it is. It's extraordinary. You know, I reckon I've done quite a few gigs where I've probably been drumming sleeping for a bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, you, sometimes, you know, when you, you switch off, and you'll be, when I started yeah. doing this song and now it's like, I don't, See, I don't know how many songs uh, I've missed. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, it's just kick snare the whole way. Kick yeah, snare, yeah. kick snare, you're just like drifting off, yeah. thinking about what you're going to have for your dinner. That kind and of I'm sure I've not stopped because we're still playing, but I don't remember it at all for the past 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> not with this band obviously this was previous bands however <laughs> like this disclaimer this band is actually very entertaining for uh, me ah nice save uh, nice save uh, I, I actually can't wait to start gigging with these guys uh, actually I know man I know I know, man. Mate, I, know. I, know. I know we've got to be, be practice great. on Friday coming up boys don't we so <laughs> so good to g- I know usually you're like at practice uh, but now you're like at practice <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Can't wait, well, can't wait, just to blow some cobwebs off. Yeah, right. Dave used to play in a, a good band as well back in the day, Dave, didn't you? Soul Drive. I did, I did, yes. Yeah, played with Soul Drive for, for quite a few years. I've got a wee collection of guitars still stuck in the wall for that. And, nice. Uh, aye. I think Justin and uh, Chris, they're still based down in London. They're still, still rattling they're the tunes out. They are doing great. Right, so we're loosely going to, well, not loosely, but we're going to delve deep inside the human mind, the mind of a wedding band, and the, the mind of Dave. <laughs> oh, Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got a couple of questions that we'll put to everybody, but I'll ask you first, Dave, what's your earliest memory? God, man, that's a tough one. Um, I guess it would have been a wee council house in Erdry when I was a, when I was a kid. Um, and I, I have I have really vague memories of my dad smoking a cigar and, and watching TV with him late at night. That's as early as I remember. We lived in Airdrie for years when I was a when I was away. It's like quite a rough area now, but at the time, I mean, it just it was just home. But um, but I that's that that's that must be it. I can't. You know what age you would have been? Back oh, mate, I must have been. It would have been preschool, so I must have been maybe three or four. Something like that. I mean, that's as far back as I can remember before, I've, I've, you know, it's just a bit of a mess after that. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, everything after that's a bit of a mess. Mm. <laughs> uh, Spanko? With my earliest memory, 
is weirdly just like an image of I think I was on my dad's shoulders and we were walking through the Olympia and um, Dundee which is like the swimming baths and they used to have a big massive entrance hallway thing and I just remember seeing all the lights and stuff like that but I think that's my earliest memory I must have been about three but yeah that, that always sticks in my mind for some reason I don't know why but uh, it's not that exciting but there you go no, I've been to that Olympia. Uh, I, I saw I it's been that down there. there. Yeah. I think. Is it yeah. Has it got a big foaming and at the end of the foam it's high up, so it's actually like a big jump. Yeah. Uh, Swan. Just parties, you know, parties, yeah, house parties, that kind of thing. You know, being in the room, the smoky living room, and adults all drinking and singing. Oh, yeah, and yeah. That kind of thing. I think that was my, you know, bump into a can of tenants at one of the, you know, the, the models on it. Aye. And Aye. thinking. I definitely want to carry that. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four, I think it was. Three or four cans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that 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 sticks in my mind. My earliest memory of Dave uh, mm. would be. I mean, we we go way way back. Primary oh, school. You were a year above me, weren't you, mate? You were the one aye, above aye. me. Aye. So I can I can. Did you <laughs> did you have like a leather jacket with? Like Guns and Roses yep. or something on the back. Aye, that's and painted leather that's my jacket, earliest mate, memory, aye. mate. Yeah, you still got that? I do, mate. I do. <laughs> I do. In fact, I think my cousin painted over it at the time. Um, interesting trivia fact: my cousin Peter, who painted that jacket, went on to do all the artwork for Game of Thrones. And he wow. lives oh. uh, in Wales now. He lives in Cardiff with his partner. I've not mm. seen him since actually since my wedding. But um, it, it's one of those little things that I'd, I don't think I would ever think about getting rid of it um, purely because it's it's. Have you genuinely still got that? I still get that leather jacket, mate. Oh, I <laughs> fucking hell! That is nuts. I, I don't that. even know why I'm surprised. To be honest, no, no. That was the only leather jacket I've ever owned. That you know how leather breaks in over time and it becomes Aye. a bit more supple. It's Aye. rigid that jacket. You can put it. It's like a suit. <laughs> One of like is a fucking armor. sixty year old. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Uh, it must be so dried out with all the paint that was poured on it. Talking about that, um, loosely related. Did you see that? I don't know if this is a spoof thing or a kid on thing, but you know how Axel Rose is always late for gigs. Mm. Well, apparently he was six hours late for a, a lockdown live streaming <laughs> he? In, in, in his own house. <laughs> six hours? <laughs> six <laughs> hours late for it. I don't know if it's a lad bible thing Probably. or something like that. But no, I can I believe would, that. I, can I would believe that, that with him. Aye. He's probably in the toilet taking some heroin for six hours, I would imagine. He's oh, maniac, isn't he? He's, He's moving a bit slower these days, aye, so I guess it maybe takes time to cook, <laughs> really slow. cook, cook the juice, you know? I will, he's uh, probably put on about 12 stone in the last Aye. six months, like me in lockdown. I'm, I'm coming out of lockdown like Axel Rose. <laughs> six Aye. Aye. Sorry, Neil, what's your earliest memory, mate? Uh, actually, I can't really remember, but the only thing I vaguely remember is a sort of a living room in the old house, I think, with like a, some sort of gas fiery thing, but there was a, it was like a, it was like a big turtle thing that I used to have oh, I guess it was pretty small but it was big to me then it was just full of polystyrene and I was trying to get at it that's all I remember that's all I remember I don't know why just a massive <laughs> turtle and I was just trying to get it was like one of those big soft toy turtles you know big kind of cushiony things yeah uh, that's, all, that's all I remember it's funny how you should mention the gas fire that's like a memory of mine the swimming pool thing at Spanko says as well mm-hmm. I've got a real 
lasting memory of going in and get the chips at the cafe and wishy baths mm. and what about the, the smell of chlorine aye that mm. as well Merv aye the senses really when you're young mm. when you first smell that stuff it sticks with you doesn't it mm. really does but uh, the gas fire thing as well that's huge I can remember you know getting up in December going to school and the the Calor gas fire been on two bars and you just stood in front of it until your legs were <laughs> fucking tartan <laughs> you know what I mean what's yours Merv what's your earliest memory the one I was thinking was um, I used to live in a house before we moved to another house I know I must have been before four in terms of age what four or younger wow um, that's that's young mate I know but the thing that's weird and I, I probably need to get this fact checked but I'm pretty sure it's real I'm sure my mum sent us up to the shop to get a half of bread uh, four or under um, because I can remember going up to the shop with the money and that one up <laughs> And you had to ask for a loaf of bread and that, but then I remember it was a problem because the guy was like that. It was like it was either plain or pan, and I remember him kneeling down, showing me the two. <laughs> so he's like, that. "Is it this or is it that?" And I was like, "I don't know. This wasn't part of the this wasn't part of the deal." So I, I don't. I couldn't work out what sort of loaf it was. Um, but the thing I was thinking was, you would never send a four-year-old up to a shop these days. No, fuck no. That's changed in society, Aye. yeah. Aye. That's totally changed, because that would have been, like, normal back then. Mm. And surely there was only, like, one loaf of bread in the shop at that point as well. There's <laughs> not very many varieties. <laughs> Wait, do you think that, that time would have been, like, pre-pan? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> pre-pan. <laughs> what is pan bread? Bre- <laughs> Just pan bread we, is the like the longer, like more oblongy mm. looking bread with the thick crust, the black thick it's crust. It's like the Scottish Scottish. Is it Scottish no, sorry, we're getting that wrong. No, we're getting that wrong. Pan bread, your normal bread, plain bread is the ah, right, oblongy mm. with the. Well, like mother's pride. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like mother's pride, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. Toasted. I, I don't mind it apart from the crust. No, I used to, I was the same. Used to love it when I was younger, but I'd, I'd, I'd barely eat white bread at all these days, actually. I can mind my mum sending me to the shop with a note to get her fags and that. I, well, I never get sent for fags, but I did get, I think, I'm pretty sure I get sent for cigars and um, definitely milk when I was out, when I was younger. And I know, I know it would be enough, aye, to get you. Aye, genuinely, aye. And I'm, I mean, I'm talking nine, ten years of age, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, we had a farm at the bottom of our, like, kind of a, just at the bottom of the street. Uh, there was like a farm that sits in Canwath Road and it used to sell eggs. And I can remember getting in there really young and it was an old, fat farmer woman in the place. It was just like a, a proper stinking farm, this place. And that the smells, see when you were young, that age, going in and seeing this old sturdy farm woman and all these <laughs> smells and she had porridge in a drawer. Porridge. Do you know they done that? Ah, I've heard that. Say, the oats. Yeah. I've heard that. They, uh, no, they made the porridge in the drawer. Oh, they like wet? They, <laughs> so they, they, I swear to God, I swear to God, right? They used to like make the porridge. You would put it in an old chest of drawers, like you know the side table things you would get in a house, an old house, and it was proper wood, oak wood, and it was just wooden drawers. And they would put the porridge in that, and they would leave it for ages, and they would cut it, <laughs> cut it and eat it. Oh. So cut it out the drawer and eat it. Their eggs were great. I don't think I'd get past the health and safety standards nowadays. No, I know these days, man. Fucking <laughs> hell. These days. A, draw, po- a drawer porridge. <laughs> a drawer porridge. They used to as well, um, 
Like they, I'm convinced that their milk that they had in their fridge wasn't pasteurised. That it was just straight out of the cool. <laughs> it was, man. I'm no joking because the smell when they opened that big fridge. Oh Jesus! Uh, I love with me to die that smell. Really? Uh, it's horrible. But there you go, drawer porridge. That's <laughs> a, every day's a school day. Name for the podcast. I know. Aye, every, every day's a school day. That's an old tradition, I think. Uh, is it? I'm going to check that. Aye, aye, I've heard that as well. Yeah. I've heard that. I'm, I'm sure I've heard my grand mentioning that years ago. Aye. Porridge. I th- yeah, I thought you meant, uh, it, meant it would have just have been the oats or something like that. But that's what, what I first assumed as well. Fucking um, well. Yeah. Aye, it's nuts. It all made and all lumpy and minging. Just get mm. scales in it now. Taking your life in your hands. But a slice of porridge, what a slice of porridge, son? You're not right. <laughs> I'm fucking eat my wamba. Eat my eggs, <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. And I used to run this because they had like big dogs, you know, it was just a proper farm set up. That was just outside a council estate in Kirluk. I just sat, and, so that must have been there before Aye. they built the houses. And that used to be the farm we went to. It's, oh, that's uh, nuts. I'll remember that forever. <laughs> There you go. Eh? It's not horrible. You've never tried it. You don't know if well, it's horrible. Did you try the dog don't porridge? Can you remember what it tasted like? That fuck. I see. <laughs> that fuck, mate. Yeah. At that age, I wouldn't have even ate like a bit of lettuce at that age. <laughs> Who know? would eat dog porridge? Somebody like offered like, an old like, guy. An old eh? Like old folk would eat dog porridge. that's a bit ageist but I would say they'll probably remember the tradition of drawer porridge Mm. I I don't think it's called drawer porridge but I think it's just porridge in a drawer I I think this might have just been a kerlook king to be honest with you well there is that there is that drawer porridge and bloody hell man things are tight (laughs) he's a a drawer porridge today (laughs) can't afford the stuff out of the pocket I know. No more used to send me for 20 embassy tips some drawer porridge. Right. Okay, man. How long would it just stay? How, would it, how long would they kept it? Just until it I went? think it's like ages. I think it's ages because it, it goes to the point where you cut it into pieces. Do you know what I mean? It's like a it's like a breakfast bar. Right, you know right? okay. <laughs> it becomes a bit like a breakfast bar. Oh, that's fine then. I'd probably eat that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> would you? A drawer? No. no, if you've seen the woman that was cutting it, mate, honestly. Oh. Like her horns were covered in manure. And oh, jeez. She just... The house was stinking. <laughs> like, just farm... It's probably... Farms just smell that because they're in the middle of it, but it was oh my god. See, when you were that age, that was like a horror movie, mm. it was like a horror movie, and I ran as fast as my wee legs could take me every single time I left the house and run up the lane as quick as I could to get away from it. <laughs> Shite myself, heart gone, ten it doesn't. It was a, she was a lovely woman, too. She was nothing sinister about her or anything like that. Just you know, you talk yourself into these situations as I went. Right. You know, you're like, oh my god, this is so different to anything that I'm used to. used to have a dinner lady that had a massive hairy boil on her face. Oh, and she would be sure that's every school. Let's get that. Has, every, has everybody <laughs> school got that? I just remember that. <laughs> She's pouring custard into your, into your tray in front of you. And all you can, oh, all you can, god. you can't stop looking at this big hairy boil, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of horrible. That's bad memories. Well, that actually leads on to the next question. Ah, nice. pretty well. Yeah. Right. So, Dave, uh, mm. what what's mm. your dream and what's your nightmare? Before lockdown, if somebody had told me I would have been stuck working at home and been able to just go on with my indoor training and work during the day from the house, and then that was it, finished. I would have actually said that was my dream. But 
Right now, see, actually, the idea of just getting away for a couple of weeks holiday somewhere, uh-huh. that, mm-hmm. honestly, it's. I guess it's just relevant to what you've got right now, isn't it? So, uh-huh. for me, right now, a dream would just be actually getting out the fucking house, if I'm being honest with you guys, because um, we've kind of been in lockdown. We've had a couple of days away here and there, just out in the car. Mm-hmm. But see, even just that sense of getting out and seeing people, seeing friends and stuff, that's, that's just become so valuable now. Right. Getting out and seeing my folks and things like that. And it's just mm-hmm. a, it's these tiny little things that you don't appreciate. You know, I mean, if you'd asked me that question six months ago, I would have said winning the lottery. But you, mm-hmm. you just realise that um, there's, there's so much more. Mm-hmm. With regards the wee to things count. Aye, aye, the wee things yeah, count. Right, that's that. I think you're right, mate. It's just about you know your perception of it at the time. I think we're all the same. When you're dead busy and you're running about, you don't appreciate being able to just nip up and see somebody or Absolutely. go for a coffee with a mate yep. or grab a beer. Um, so, yeah, definitely the wee things, it's, that's been good, I think, for people to see that Absolutely. again. Because we were getting into the social media world and it was just becoming a bit, still is a bit mental, but, you know, this might, like you say, give people a bit of perspective and go, wait a minute here, you know, it's not all about money, Absolutely. it's not all about this and it's not all about that. I definitely. think we're seeing that already, I think it's already, you're seeing how people are approaching things differently and work, yeah, social activities, all that kind of thing, it's all, it's all starting to have, you know, effects in the way people want to approach their lives. Um, mm-hmm. But following up on that, my nightmare now is drop porridge. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love a bowl of porridge. In fact, uh, not now. We, no, uh, no. I mean, you, if somebody said to me before this conversation, what would you have if you had to pick three things: breakfast, lunch, dinner? I would have said porridge, porridge, porridge. See now, the idea of getting a big scale for a great big bit of manure or a big warty hand. (laughs) What? Ruined for me. Ruined. Draw porridge, man. David Swan smasher of dreams. I know. I know. That's that's me. That's me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking, was the draw even lined with anything? (laughs) Or maybe butter or something. Though, mate, is the, she opened the drawer, a fucking cat jumped to it, and then she flung the porridge in. You know, it was that kind of deal. It was like, no health and safety, no nothing. And by the way, that woman lived till she was like 150 this or something. This is the thing, mate. Oh, this yeah. is you know the I mean? thing. These people do. Uh, they, they have no digestive issues, no diabetes, nothing. But then they're nothing living in drawer man. porridge. I know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've got it up. It's actually called Crofter's Porridge. So that's what they call it's it, Crofter's it. Porridge. Ah. Yep. Um, so no time to eat your porridge before you leave. No problem, take it with you. There'll be some I fucking hipster making that yeah. somewhere. The, the, well, that's what I'm on, a hipster's page just now, right? Tasty slabs of porridge. So, but tasty slabs. Tasty slabs of porridge. selling that all oh, I fitnaturally.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um says that uh, told by a friend that the crofters in the wildest parts of Scotland got there before me. They used to line a wooden drawer and tip the porridge in to cool overnight, then cut a slab off each day to take it out into the wild and woolly highlands. Mm-hmm. There you are. <laughs> so that's your nightmare, is it? Drawer porridge. It certainly is now, mate. It's it's more <laughs> it's more the 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 memories of dinner ladies with a. Watching that and <laughs> hands going into it, and 
<laughs> nah, I mean, right now, nightmares, guys, I have to be honest, I'm, I'm fairly philosophical on all this. I think I'm, I'm very fortunate to be in the situation I'm in where I've, I've got a job and I'm, I'm not facing what a lot of other people are facing right now with regards to uh, to employment issues. Sorry, no very, no much fun to talk about in the podcast, actually. But yeah, no, that's, no, that's, that's so true. Do you know what I mean? It is, this is the way it's, it's what's going happening, right It's what's mm-hmm. happening. It's nice to be able to do things like this. It'll yeah. be mm-hmm. even nicer, as I say, in a wee while when people can all meet up, catch a couple of beers, and you never know, you know what I mean? When they finally come up with a vaccine, we'll be able to actually meet up without having to wear, you know, scuba diving gear. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dreaming nightmare, Spikes? Dying to hear this. So, so we're talking about that. <laughs> you thought about that, <laughs> no, so you thought about that. I was thinking about it while we were talking there. So is the question about my living dream or the dreams that I have while my sleep? Was it? Either, I think or, it's, either uh, or both. Or either or, either or, or both. Uh, I do always look for rules. <laughs> just, just Why do you always have to out. look for the rules? Just try and flesh it out. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you a weird dream that I had once, and I probably shouldn't Great. say this. I walked into like um, there's a place in Dundee called the Technology Park. I don't know why I'm telling this. This is really weird, <laughs> and it's like uh, it's basically just like a business park. So there was a, there's always like em- empty buildings, big glass empty buildings that nobody's in just now. I remember walking into it, and there was a Transformer. Who was it? Who's the main one? Who's the main Transformer? Optimus Prime. Yeah, mm, and he was having sex with an old lady in a nighty. <laughs> I remember waking up going, "That has got to be one of the weirdest dreams anyone's ever had." Was this a? Was that even possible? Was this a big old lady or a really small? Aye, transformer? It was just a normal Aye. sized old lady. She was wearing like a white nighty, and, and big Optimus Prime was. And he was his normal size. <laughs> And he was, he was maybe a bit, maybe not. I don't know what Optimus Prime is. And and he was just in my dream, he was maybe eight foot high, or something. Eight foot. Uh, so an eight foot metal transformer <laughs> is making love to a four and a half foot old lady in an eighty. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird dream. You tell me what part of the car was used in the. wasn't. No, he wasn't a lorry. He was fully erect. I can't believe you looked in your dream. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, like, more he, you. he fully has a transformer, that's what I mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was, that was a weird dream. Uh, so, what's my nightmare? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, Surely being bird. on the receiving end. <laughs> oh, there's a dog. What's my nightmare? Aye. Um, I'll think about real life this time. Switch it around. I'm I'm quite so I'm quite socially awkward. So uh, missing a high five, hate that, and getting caught. <laughs> That's your nightmare. <laughs> missing a fucking high five. And we're going through a global <laughs> pandemic. People are dying oh, in the brilliant. streets. I keep it Spanko's light. nightmare, and he's stayed up on the last night because he missed a high five. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Just get, well, I get the away. classic nightmares when I'm actually, night- you know, the teeth falling out. Everyone gets that. What? Uh, huh? The teeth falling teeth out. Falling? That's a, like, uh, apparently that's like an anxiety dream if you're worried about something. Oh, Your right, teeth fall okay. out. It's a very common dream. I get that a lot. <laughs> I also get uh, that okay, I'm late no. for a trombone lesson. <laughs> 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 
back at school <laughs> all the time <laughs> so you've been practicing like no i've not played it in years and i'm still back at school i'm always back at school uh in my dreams constantly and so that's my nightmare it's like I'm late for a bloody trombone lesson i've not been practicing <laughs> I think I think we've got a new section for the podcast. Oh, and something definitely. about Spanko's therapy sessions. Aye. <laughs> uh, like we'll be here Spanko on, on the couch <laughs> or something. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Spanko on the couch. I'll just I'll try and remember any dreams because most dreams you forget. Do you know what I mean? Dreams and nightmares. But I don't remember any of my dreams. No. No. Very seldom. Yeah. Very seldom. I. I I'll wake up with the bed sheets soaked in sweat, man. Because I've been Satan chasing me and you're talking about missing a trombone lesson. <laughs> I don't know, it's just that anxiety of, uh, I don't know, I've probably had worse than that. Usually I often get the, uh, I'm in Aliens, you know, the film. Uh, get, or the second one, I'm getting chased by them and that's fucking terrifying. Do you not have a pulse rifle? Uh, or have you got the trombone? Uh, I've just got a trombone. What about you, Neil? What's your dreams and nightmares? Uh, dreams? Um, I, I don't really have any, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I, I guess aspirations uh, to be in this band as long as I can before uh, they find anything out dodgy on. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, but no, dreams, I don't know. I don't really have any sort of dreams that way. Nightmares, I think the only nightmare that always, I think, if I was to put it into words, would be to be at the centre of a conspiracy. You know, like, you you were the the one that, I don't know, everyone's blaming for something, and then, you know, Aye. and then the, enti- the entire world literally turned its Aye. eyes on you. I think that would be my biggest nightmare, I think. And you were an innocent man. Aye, yeah, and you have no idea what's going on, but, it's, yeah, you're painted in all oh. sorts of different lights. I, I think that would be that the would most be. stressful thing on the planet, I think that. Horrendous, aye, mate. Aye. Horrendous. That'd probably be my biggest nightmare. Just a wee bit like being a network engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Every time something goes wrong, <laughs> it's his fault. Blame <laughs> the network engineer, right? You, you're working on it. What about you, Murph? Dreams and nightmares. Mm. Dreams and real life. Kind of like what you're saying, Dave. I, I'm quite happy with the small things sometimes, with just a walk and stuff. Like... You know, appreciating. I don't have any <coughs> big dreams as such. You know, I like when we do good stuff with the band and stuff. You get a sense of accomplishment. You know, things like that, and um, just small things. I don't have big dreams. I'm I'm content with small things in real life. In terms of that sort of dream, I don't really have any big grand ones. But um, nightmares. If I actually had dreams, I was just thinking. And I forgot about this until I was talking about it there. I never really wanted to say. But last night I dreamt, and my my granddad was in my dream, right? Um, and he died years ago, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a strange thing because I've had a few dreams like that where you dream of somebody that's died. Ah, I get that. A lot, it's almost right? like well, it's maybe something we'll talk about later, but it's almost like there's the person. It's a really strange thing because they're alive in your dream, in a sense, you know. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The nightmare I always get is the one where I can't walk. And, I need, and it's similar to your sense banks if you're late for a, an appointment and that. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm not able to walk. And I'm trying to walk, but it's dead slow. And then it, and it literally takes hours to get somewhere. That reminds me of the one of I end up in a, you're in a fight and you're trying to punch. 
But no, you try punching it slow as fuck. That kind of thing. I think everybody gets that. That's that's you. Nah, I knew you were going to say that. Just say <laughs> it. <laughs> you have got all meanings to your nightmares and dreams and all that. Mm. That's um, what about you, Tony? I don't. I, like I say, I don't really have sleeping dreams. That well, I obviously dream, but I, I don't really remember much of them. I don't really ever remember having recurring dreams or. You know, wake. Sometimes I wake up and go, oh, "That was a wee mad dream I had there." You know, but no, no, very often to be honest. Uh, my dream is to get my bloody studio built at the back and get that <laughs> finished, because that's moving along nicely. Um, my nightmare is actually a really specific thing. Um, my nightmare is being locked in a water tank. That is so, specific. See a boiler, mm. an old iron boiler. See, like you know how they are sealed. The old boilers you would get, like the probably human size, but six foot uh, tall. I know the ones you mean. S- yep. Being welded into something like that. It's actually on a program. I mean, to tell you, at the very start, I was watching that night or the start of the noughties, that um, Johnny Vegas thing, that ideal, where he's like mm-hmm. a weed dealer guy. It's in that. One of the guys that's doing work in his house gets put in a tank, a, a boiler, an old boiler, uh, and he can't get out and he's in there for days and he's got this wee hole that he can breathe through and see through it's horrible I'm claustrophobic that is my absolute worst yeah. nightmare that mm. I would I would fr- I would just want to end it there and yeah. honest do you know that if you can see your hands in your dreams it means you can control them I, you can control your dream if you're able mm. if you're in your dream it you're, becomes a lucid dream and yeah. uh, if you're in the your first person is that first person when, when you're walking through your own eyes if you can hold your hands up and look at them apparently you can control your dream so you can decide what happens in the dream aye probably all the shape but <laughs> it would be good if it was uh, true if you could aye, if you could like go that. to sleep go to start dreaming and then just whatever you fancy you know? become like an avatar mm. <laughs> that'd be class <laughs> I quite like that I think as well, see back in the day, that see the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? Mm. They scared the shit out of me. See that one where he was underneath <clears> the bed and he was just scratching the bed and that? And they were, didn't want to go to sleep because they'd get killed? I was I see shit like that. Fucking get away from me. <laughs> Sometimes I suffer from uh, uh, sleep par- uh, paralysis. Did anyone ever get uh, that? I, I get that quite a lot. I, like you jerk? No, stuff. I say... You kind of wake wake up, but you kind of move your body. Yeah. Or yep. also, no, I, I get that. that, and it's also a kind of weird. It's oh, horrible. Like a dream as well. I've had, I had one of them when I was in China. The first night I stayed in my girlfriend's mum and dad's house, I thought that I woke up and I was just looking in the room again, but then the bottom of the bed sheet like rose up as if somebody was standing at the bottom of the bed, and it started mm. coming towards me as if like something was under the. It was fucking the <laughs> worst thing in the world. I. I've seen a program about uh, that. That specific dream and you're is meant trying to, to be scream, a, um, but you aye, can't move. Common dream. Aye. Fuck that, man. Yeah, I've had that. That sounds horrendous. Well, that would have been caused by like jet lag as well. That kind of thing as aye. well. Your just mind goes to a very strange place. And getting tucked in as well. <laughs> 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 Could humans ever live forever? In our, in a, I guess in our current form, I guess you couldn't. But. Um, the human mind, that's an interesting one, and these are human mind questions. So mm-hmm. the capacity of the mind, as we currently understand, is is beyond what we currently use in our entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. We only tap into such a small portion of it. Mm-hmm. 
So you wonder what else could possibly, what's that extra capacity there for? If you're looking at it from that perspective, is there a possibility that if you took the, the human mind and put it into some kind of Robocop chassis? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome, man. We <laughs> need to worry about cycling then, no running, no getting up at 5am to do fasted workouts, man. I could just be like, I just will get... live forever. You would just need to oil yourself up and... He does that. Uh, yeah. I that's just part of the course. Changing, changing and nuts he, and bolts he, and that. Again, <laughs> looking for the course. <laughs> and he actually uses engine oil. You know? that, yeah. So, yeah. so he's way ahead of the game. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting point, and you could get all deep with it as well. You could I mean, with that one, we could aye. discuss: is is there such a thing as a soul? Is there mm. such a thing as a an entity within the human Very person? Very true, David. Very true. You know, you could go mm. deep with us, boys. We could end up cheeks and chong in this all night. <laughs> <laughs> Would I want that? No. To live forever? No. No for me. I'm of that thought as well, I think. Mm. There's definitely got to be an end sometime, isn't there? Numbers up. Aye. Your tease out, your tease out, isn't it? <laughs> what about you, Neil? Uh, do you think? Uh, I, I would like to, actually. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, I think maybe more in a philosophical way that I don't think really I don't think there is such a thing as as death. I know that sounds mm-hmm. proper way out there, but like I'd, I I'm quite taken by that uh, Einstein's quote was it was Einstein I don't know where it's energy can't be destroyed it mm. can only be mm. distributed. I, uh, yeah, as soon as one thing hits another, <clears> it's, <throat> it, like or you try to cancel something out, it just moves away. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's I don't think death is such a, a thing. I think it's a sort of not like circle of life as such, but like reincarnation. No, no, um, not, not even. I think it's just no. continual. So I think maybe this is mm-hmm. just like a stage, like aye, like 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 and like you know the great Biggins always said about the life in that little pond that have got like a row of teeth and an arsehole. They have no idea <laughs> of how. Uh, <laughs> Of all this shit up here, and we're the same, and all the rest of it. It's not 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 necessarily higher levels and all that kind of stuff. I just mean just continual. I don't I don't think anything really really dies. I don't think. I think you've got mm. something there, mate. Uh, I definitely believe in. Well, everything has energy in it. Everything's vibrations, yeah, yeah. energies, and stuff like that. So yeah. I think yeah, I think you're onto something there. Yeah. I think it could be just redistributed. Whether that whether that means that you take the form of a fucking meteoroid or whatever <laughs> out no in space idea. I don't know but uh, I definitely I think you're on to something what about you Merv? Um I think people like I was saying earlier can live on in people's thoughts and dreams I won't obviously get you living forever but and some people live longer in a sense through like their actions and their place in history or their art or their music or whatever it is they've done you know people that are Maybe like Paul McCartney or that. Fucking Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like people like that. Take a bank of you like a button that just every time he says it. Bleep it. Um, I think there are people like that that, that will last a long time, like Shakespeare, you know. He's a banger, mind. If there even is a forever <laughs> in the first place. But um, the thing about would you want it is an interesting because maybe that's a thing that could be forced on you. As mm. a punishment, mm. in a sense, you know, like maybe that could be a deterrent to you know, in, a, in a future, mm. in a future sort of deterrent towards crime. But who knows? But I, I think maybe there, 
there will be an option for some sort of mind download. I'd watch a lot of Black Mirror, obviously, as you can tell, but um, <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think there is a. Uh, I think it's interesting. You can put so much of your thoughts into Aye. whatever you want to call it, into the technology already, you know, and so much of your stuff, so much of your data and everything's in it anyway. I mean, the stuff that we talk in this every week, that's there forever. Mm. Like somebody might be listening to this, <laughs> you know, what we're in the future, and maybe this will be like. The best you know, podcast in the world. The only, <laughs> maybe that's the, the only thing left in the world, and therefore it'll be the best podcast ever. <laughs> and then people will start like going their life by it. You know, the, the people try to do what's It's no Bill and Ted, <laughs> that's, that's the fucking storyline of Bill and Ted you've just described. Jesus. <laughs> we went from discussing the soul of a human being to Bill and Ted, basically, <laughs> in disguise. I like it. I like it. See, they've got a new movie out till oh, yeah. aye, aye, aye. Aye. that trailer looks I'll be better watching that. Aye, aye. right Dave what would you tell your 18 year old self that's uh, <clears throat> that's one that I've been thinking about for a couple of days I can days. tell what you, what you should tell him that don't, don't fall asleep in public toilets full of buck I guess I'd say don't worry and just, just just let it just let it roll over let life run its course we because uh, I've spent my whole life trying to work out how to um, engineer the best outcomes for everything mm. and the older I've got do that, don't I we? of course and the older I've got the more I've realised that it doesn't matter how much planning and how much uh, careful thought and process you put into every aspect of your life Mm-hmm. You have no control over anything. It's, but, <laughs> That's warm. No, but we've just seen that. So, do you know what I mean? We've just seen how yeah. our lives have been totally changed due to this pandemic. And it's just, it, it's. It, I think, it, again, it goes back to, you know, the old, the, the, the Neil's question, dreams and nightmares. It, it, it just goes to show you how little control we have. In some ways that empowers you because it gives you the opportunity just to say to yourself, do you know what? What's the point in stressing it and worrying about it? Because I've I've worried yeah. terribly my whole life, and I know you're the same. But I think mm-hmm. that's that's part and parcel of having some kind of creative outlet. You do have that constant polar feeling. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you you and you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're on top of the world and you feel like nothing mm-hmm. can touch you. Then you have other days where it doesn't matter how small a thing it is; it just seems to beat you down. Yeah, and that you know yeah. what I mean. But you've got I- friends. And you'll have loads of them as well who just seem to breeze through and not worry about any. And I, I never used to get those people. Yeah. Because I thought, how can you not let that bother you? But as I've gotten older, I've realised they were the ones that had it right. Just yeah, chill out. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing you can do. It's a good message. It's a good message to you, a, an 18-year-old, definitely, because mm-hmm. at that age, that's when everything is a huge worry. Everything's a worry at that age. You know, you've got your rep and you've got, even especially more so nowadays, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. Keane's 16, so I see a lot of that, where they, they do, they worry a lot about what they're wearing. Yeah, nah, they've got social media to deal with. Uh, I know, that's true, yeah, so, I, I didn't have that. You know, and I'll say to Keane, I'll say, sometimes I'll say to him, like, don't worry about that, don't worry about them, don't worry about this, don't worry about that, you don't understand. 
you know, um, and, that, and that's that thing what you're talking about. You can't. You need to go through life to, and yeah. go through the experiences to be able to go. All right, I don't need to worry about that. You know, you've not got much control over it, what's going to happen. So you just need to be the best you can. Be. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. that's a good message for an eighteen-year-old. I would say, David. Yes. What would you tell your eighteen-year-old self, Spankaloid? Stop, <laughs> stop drinking straight vodka. It's no cool. That's your pals, start, your mate, pals think you're a fanny, so don't do it. <laughs> stop do it. I would always get. I'd always have a couple of pints and go. Give me a straight vodka. That's so embarrassing, man. Who does that? There isn't in. Do you think you were Tony Montana? Uh, there isn't like fucking so Russian, uh, some sort of Russian. What's the a KGB agent or something? Like, don't drink straight vodka. It's disgusting. Nice that is brutal, mate. Young man. That is brutal. <laughs> well, you're right. To, uh, relax. I'm still learning how to not fucking. But I, I really, really identified when you were talking about like having days we're on top of the world and other days when the slightest thing are just. Yep get you down for ages I, re- I really suffer from that massively um, but I'm definitely getting better at it the older you get because you just go fuck it your fuck it switch is a lot easier to hit when you um. <laughs> and I don't mean a, I don't mean a, the reckless one that, as in don't because uh, that's the different fuck it switch I mean the <laughs> the fuck it switch for um, no no gain the no gain a fuck switch shall we call it um, it's a lot easier to access the older you get I think it's just experience in it what about you, Neil? What would you tell yourself when you were 18 years of age? Uh, I would probably try and approach myself with a like a, an, a double negative so that I wouldn't believe it, so that I would end up believing it because I know ah. my 18 self would go, aye, whatever, and I would try it anyway. I, I tried everyone than once, so I was always that way, so I would try to approach it. I don't mm. know what I would say, but it would be something along the lines of to try and get me to think that I, that's the way I am rather than... Uh, and trying to avoid it, but at the same time, I turned all right. So <laughs> maybe I would just definitely. say, you know what, enjoy it. Aye, <laughs> aye. Uh, aye. So. big message that as well, because a lot of the worry and you know the pressure at that age stops you from enjoying it. Mm. A lot mm-hmm. of it, you know, when you look back, mm. you go, God, see if I wasn't just worrying about that, I could have done this. Mm. Aye, definitely. What about you, Merv? When you're eighteen, you probably know the stuff that you would tell yourself anyway. But you just don't actually, because everybody's always telling you shit when you're 18, aren't they? They're always saying, right, this and that, you need, this needs to be this and this needs to be that. So you kind of know that that is true, because you obviously you can see people are telling you from experience, but still you don't, you need to find your own thing in that. But um, I suppose that open back, I would, in a, in a perfect world, you would say, well, there's, there's quite a lot of years I feel that are kind of wasted at that age. Well, you just waste time, don't you? you just go to work and that, you just waste your time. Mm. Every weekend you just waste it, in a sense. Um, you know, that you could achieve stuff when you, when you hear people go travelling and, mm-hmm. you know, get degrees and achieve these achievements and that. Um, but I definitely. Maybe I would say something like that, but I think what you're saying is true, Neil. You probably wouldn't listen to yourself because you're not going to listen to some, some <laughs> old, old guy cunt. <laughs> <laughs> to, try to tell you of your life. But the thing some about, old cunt wearing a certain trainers. <laughs> 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 I know. But imagine if you started a wedding band. But I was thinking about this question a lot as well, past couple of days. But imagine if you started a wedding band, eighteen, uni or whatever, you went travelling. You could say like I seen the world. You could have done all that in those early years and be way ahead in a lot of ways. That you mm-hmm. know, in some in some ways. But like you say, who there's a, a young guy that came out to put the telly on the wall for me, right? And 
Um, it was like something like 40 quid or something like that. But uh, it was just uh, over Facebook. Didn't know the guy. Just found it. He'd had a page or something. And it was just putting Glasgow tellies on wall or whatever it was. And you're expecting just some sort of working guy. But it was like a young guy. It was maybe like 18. And he's telling me that um, now he's got four or five fittings the day, four or five fittings tomorrow. It's about 40 quid, 50 quid a time. Uh, he doesn't drink. He's got a fucking motor and that, and he's just like proper sorted himself out. I'm like, that's impressive. He'll be able to, he's mm. still just at uni. I'm like, he'll be able to afford a house by the time he gets Good out enough. of uni, man. That's like, I should have done that Good kind enough. of thing, do you know what I mean? So Aye. there's a, an 18 year old that's actually been telling you. Brilliant, uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, I would tell my 18 year old self to calm the fuck down. Aye. As Dave will testify, I was I would have told your 18 year old self to do the same thing, mate. <laughs> you, were, you were too wild, to be honest. So I didn't go near you. For you to end up eating that leather jacket you were talking about, I was wearing. <laughs> I definitely was on the, the line of, you know, being a bit wild. So I would definitely, you know, gee, I would maybe say gee your old more break, son. Calm down for a couple of years, but it was, it wasn't any, wasn't through any badness. You know, I got myself into some bother when I was younger and stuff like that. We all do, but it was never through badness. What I look back on and see it now as just like I, I wanted to cram as soon as I, I was allowed to do anything. I wanted to cram everything in, you know. <laughs> so uh, you're allowed to drink now. Give me fucking four bottles of breakfast then, you know. And it was like, eh, 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 oh, I can do this. I'm allowed to do this myself now. Brilliant freedom and you know that kind of stuff. I just calm down, enjoy it. There's loads of time to enjoy it. It was like I need to do all this in the first two weeks. Eh, being 18, you know, that kind mm. of stuff. So, I uh, calm down would be my main mm. message. Calm down, chill out, fucking let it come at you as you could. You know, mm. I was never, was never a massive warrior back then or anything like that. You know, I'm probably more of a warrior in my older age than mm. I was back then because I was more of a fucking live cap back then. <laughs> it was more <laughs> like a firework, you know, just mental <laughs> <laughs> I was I was fucking mental there's no getting away from it and my mom listens to us so she could come on and fucking tell you so but um, I just calmed down I wish I was more like my son to be honest Keen's mm. dead level headed and you know he can't, he'll go he was at the back with eight or nine his pals last night and he had a couple of beers and he listened to some music and see if that was me and my mates when I was 18 you know there would be no fucking house left like nothing it would be rubble oh, and derelict. The whole, you know, the so whole street. The whole street. Aye, and that kind of thing. I mean, I look back on some of that and go, you know what? Fucking hell, they think the situations I got myself into were very close to the wire. Can you tell some us of the one? time. Um, oh, no. No danger, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no danger. Right. Not, not fit for broadcast. Uh, aye, no, no, not really. I wouldn't want Keen to hear it, to right. be honest, because he'll use it. He'll use it as ammo <laughs> the next time and say, but you've done that. <laughs> But I, I mean, that's probably the biggest compliment I can pay him. I would, ra- I would mm. rather be like him when I was that age because I was fucking nuts. A lot calmer now, a lot calmer now. And also the part that Mel spoke about, um, well, maybe it was you more spankle, but the wasted time, Aye. you know, wasting your potential when you don't even know you've got any potential at that age, really. You've not tapped into any, so you just you're floating through life, from job to job, and you know that kind of stuff. So 
I a, a bit of focus gear yourself a bit of focus mm. at that age um, and you know maybe somebody to, I think it would have been good back then for somebody to let somebody to go th- that's how you use that son you know that potential you've got mm. that kind of thing I don't know mm. like you know a lot of teachers and guys in football teams and stuff like that try to do that but somebody to specifically go this is how you use this stuff mm-hmm. you know lay it out in layman's terms see if you go and do x y and z this leads to x y mm-hmm. and z you know that kind of thing so maybe that as well and oh, go and work for yourself aye, don't aye. fucking sit in some call centre to your 39 you know and then wish that you'd went and done it yourself mm-hmm. have the balls to go and make your own side hustles you know, side hustles yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> side hustles it's always good but I calm down, Mesley. Stop getting fucking left it. That would be what I would tell Would you rather have feet or a basketball? Would you rather have teeth or a house to call your own? Let's have a game or would you rather? Would you rather? That makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> <laughs> can can so I ask good. right? Can I ask? See that jingle? Does it say would you rather have feet or a basketball? Yes. Uh, that's what I thought it said. Though. The fuck does that? <laughs> that's right. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and what's 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 the second one? Would you rather have feet or a basketball? Would you rather have teeth or a house to call your own? So it's feet <laughs> or a basketball or teeth <laughs> or a house. <laughs> Makes absolutely right, okay. no sense. Some brutal <laughs> choices right there, man. I did just, I was just singing it in the kitchen and I went, I need to go and record that now. And that's just the, the words that came out. It's a rare insight into your mind. Would you rather be feared by all or loved by all? I'd love to I'd love to say feared by all, but the truth is I'd rather be loved by all. That's the truth. I'd, I'd rather He's a lover, not a I'd fear. rather people associated joy and welcome moments with me than being feared although I must admit you know if it was a Hollywood movie I'd always love to be that Tony Montana character you know Neil I love by all you know that's probably I don't think I can handle the f- I could handle it for the first like I don't know half an hour and then I think everyone wanting to kill you would just really put me off mm. uh, you, you would want love after that really quickly <laughs> or, or feared enough that they want to they need to take you take you out aye but I mean if, the, if you're feared uh, you're pretty much hated I'm sure I don't think there's any love there at all you know what I mean I think that's why yeah, anybody yeah. in any of these movies always yeah, yeah, like yeah. need their mother or so, or someone to make them feel that they are loved even though they are like the worst or whatever so I definitely love Bill okay uh, Merv aye see the way you said that there okay is <laughs> <laughs> it not genuinely like that <laughs> not like, you're not proving okay, my point <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, didn't mean to be rude. Uh, man. <laughs> I uh, loved as well. I mean, I think there, there would be a sort of paranoia would come from being feared by everybody, and you would always be thinking, you know, like a sort of ancient emperor. You always, you know, what always happens today, guys. You know, so uh, and what you wouldn't want to be feared, do I? Would you? Maybe in some ways, but I think it, it would be nice to be loved by everybody. Yeah. Really. And even anybody. That's deep, man. That is deep. David? Well, I'm already loved by everybody. <laughs> I do. So, you're going to try, try the first option. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna go for feared. I want to be fucking feared. Fear me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, actually, I, for no please reason, for, your I, for, <laughs> <laughs> for no other reason than you all went for love. You can't fuck with fear so. when you're doing that, Kelly. Right enough. Uh, <laughs> <that> noise, man. <laughs> all you need to do is listen, though. Just listen. You know, just listen. It's, it's hard to be pissed as well. It's no hard. It's no hard. It doesn't matter how pissed you are. Forward two, three, turn back two, three. Forward two, three, turn back two, three. <laughs> Spin your partner in you go. Dance, dance back to the start. That's fucking no hard. <laughs> there's definitely no. There's no love in that. Kelly, that's for sure. <laughs> no danger in that. <clears throat> but I feared. Feared would be good. I think, and maybe like you say as well, though. You're always paranoid uh, who's going to want to take my position because you're the the head on show, I suppose. But aye, I would go with that for a laugh. See what that's like. You've already kind of you've already kind of been there, though, Swanee. The eighteen year old was <laughs> the eighteen year old Swanee was feared by all, and now you're loved by all. So you've kind of done it. I've turned it around, mate. I've turned it around. I'm a rags to riches story. <laughs> Number two, would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you've been told? I'll I'll go with I'd I'd, I'd much rather lose the ability to lie. But in all fairness, I'm not actually a liar anyway. I really have been. I I normally say things the way that that I think, and and that hasn't worked out well for me. <laughs> From <laughs> being, from being, from being quite honest, guys, that's why I'm uh, old, bald, and skint. But, uh, but no, I, 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 I think, especially in this day and age, I'd much rather be in a position where I question everything rather than believe it. David, I don't think that's even a a choice, is it? Really, you don't want to ever believe everything mm. you've been told. That's my worst nightmare, actually. Let's get back to that. That <laughs> would be my worst Aye. nightmare that I was somebody that believed absolutely everything somebody told me because folk talk shite. So yeah. you need to be able to have your <laughs> shite dar on, don't you? How would that work? Yeah. Would you just have to believe the most current story of one particular event? So, say somebody, Aye. one person tells you one story of the event, <laughs> and this other person <laughs> tells you a different side of that said event. Mm. Do, which, you do you just believe the most recent one, or do you believe the first one? Or, or uh, well, you need to believe the most recent one, I guess. You'd need to believe everything. But, you, but then you've got two conflicting stories, so how does that work? Change your mind. So it would be the new one then. I, 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 fucking hell. That'd be terrible. So <laughs> yes, terrible. Lose, yeah. lose the ability to lie. I would rather that for sure. Yeah. I'll answer that now. Yeah, I agree. Neil, I actually think it might be pretty interesting to believe everything because <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean you need to like accept it as such. I mean, if you believed everything. It just you believe what someone said, so it's not like you. I guess it would be non-judgmental, I suppose. If someone said, uh, "I hate the shit," I don't know. I don't even. I, don't, I can't even think of whatever someone would say. But if and then you're like, "All right," and then if someone else came and said the opposite, you'd be like, "All right." I think I think that might bring the more peace in my life than mm. uh, if I, you know, if I. Ha- couldn't lie because I've seen liar liar and none goes good for. <laughs> as soon as you can, as soon as you start trying to say one thing, it just you can't without lying. I don't think anyone can actually actually hold general conversation. Ah, mostly. you need we white lies for even just politeness sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, if you is that, you would you be a hermit? So I think maybe the most peace I would get 
living would be just be going, aye, cool, aye. In fact, to be honest, that's pretty much what I do. I've got a wife, I've got a kid, aye. I've just got aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, it, and it's funny because I used to, I used to get really frustrated by like thinking I was saying yes to something when I didn't believe or didn't want to. But see, when I just went, well, you know what? If that's what you want to say, if that's what you like, cool. And then yeah. it's amazing what the difference it makes when you're not actually, I don't know, you you don't react to it, you're just agreeing with it. They can be that way yeah. if they want to be. They're completely separate, their own person. And so I think yeah. I'll go for that option. Uh, Merv? I think there would, there would definitely be something sort of uh, liberating about just believing every, everything you're told. Uh, your life would be easier. I think you'd be happier, actually. Mm. They're not that dangerous, though. Like I somebody said, you could walk off that roof and you'll be alright. I know. I alright then. I go and jump, go and jump. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be alright. Aye, that would, would be dangerous. Aye, but um, you might be happier. Ignorance is bliss. And I think what you're saying, you are. You, you can make your life easier. Sometimes you don't need to go there <laughs> in certain conversations, and you can you can make your life easier mm. um, by agreeing. I would like to see what it's like to to have that faith and everything. You're told. Would you rather never get angry or never get envious? I'd say I'd rather never get angry because I'm an angry person at times. So if I could not be angry, that'd be nice. This, this is like therapy. <laughs> is actually, aye, aye. <laughs> if I could find a way not to, if I could find a way to drop that release and, and just accept people for what they are sometimes, maybe my life would be a lot better. Let's go to David. I don't really get envious. Can't remember the last time I get jealousy someday or something or suppose that goes with age as well, doesn't it? I, I like getting angry. I like getting angry. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> no, I think it's fucking good for you, man. I've, I've never heard you be angry. <laughs> I, <fucking laughs> <know. laughs> I think it's good for you, man. I think it's a, a natural release. It's a natural reaction sometimes that you need to get out. I think it is. I think it's, it is a, a coping as a... What's the word? Four Dave fucking switching areas me. <laughs> How'd you say it? Cope copinism? Copinism? How'd you say a that? Coping mechanism. That's Aye. the one. Just coping mix. I'm trying a to coping put it Mexican. One word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coping mechanism, yeah. yes. Um I think it's a valve, a natural valve mm. that helps. Um I get it. I'll enjoy it because after it and you, you know you've been maybe angry with somebody and they've been angry with you and you're like hey, sorry about that and everyone's cool you both get it off your chest I think it yeah. also helps clear airs mm-hmm. you know if everybody's just going about going right cool and it, you know people, some people need to get it let's hear this you know let's fucking get this out here and I think that's healthy I do think that's healthy not, not if you're getting angry to the point where you're raising fists and no well, you know, as anger violent. management's in a totally different thing, isn't it? Mm. It's, uh, which is what, if I was to answer this, I, would, I, I, I think my anger's a real problem. You know, I, like, I hit fucking 10 quite quickly. Uh, I think it's... Uh, ah, you're an angry man. I fucking hate it's one of my most hated traits about myself is my anger. Well, it's maybe, <laughs> I, think my, I think what you're right, you're right, it is a natural release. So the management... Is the is the the thing that I would probably need to work on? Eh? So mm. I would rather. But what would you manage it about it though? What, what would you manage be able about to, it? Would just you stop? to be able to deal with it, not not just hit fucking. But saying you're going to deal with it means that you're not getting angry then. Eh. <laughs> so if you're saying I would like to be able to deal with it, 
that means you want to deal with it before you get angry so then you're not having that natural release well, aye, that's that an emotional about. reaction though but have you ever read the book which is the chimp versus the computer it's a uh, it's about oh, every, um, day. every day it's a really good book i think i've got halfway through it anyway but the, the premise is essentially there's two parts to the human mind uh, one part is the chimp which is the emotionally reactive part of the brain and the other part's the computer Mm. Um, and the guy that wrote it is like a, a like a mad um, okay. psychologist <laughs> guy, and he trains like Chris Chris Hoy and stuff like that. How mm. to change your mind and stuff. I can't remember. You remember? You remember read it, Dave, or heard about it? Ah, not the book you mean, yeah. Uh, and that's about he. You can train, and anger management will be the same. You can train yourself to use the computer side of your brain as your reactive side rather than your emotional chimp side. Um, because you, you, and the I older you get, you, the older you get, the more you use your computer side. Whereas children are just completely chimp, the chimp part of their brain. Mm-hmm. They're just totally emotionally reactive to everything. Emotion. So yeah. a bit of that, I would like to grab that and uh, control my anger. Um, but if the question is, would you rather never get angry? Then I would choose that because I'm never really envious of anything. I don't think you ever do it. So angry am I? <laughs> I mean, fuck you, nah, 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 I don't. I don't, I don't I mean, no, the thing is about it is shy for everybody. Nah, I mean, but that's the thing. I don't think. I don't think you're that, that angry. I think you you don't know. You're, you're definitely angry, Swan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always angry. I like it. It's good. No, I think that you, there is a lot to be said for that. About it's a natural build up and release thing, and it is probably it does uh, clear the air a lot and stuff. But I hate when I get angry. So it's a bit like being angry that. makes you angrier about being angry. I get that as well. No, I, I think what, what you're saying, what Swanee's saying, when after that you feel a sense of relief. But I hate the fact that I can always control so quickly over stuff. You know, aye. But I just I always think that's just stupid. Aye, that's because we're meant to be rational. Yeah, people, you know. Yeah, no, I just it's it's because then you look at it. Maybe five minutes later and go for fuck's sake like I uh, it just like flashpoints but I suppose but I think you can train yourself nature. to get to that point quicker whether you're using the computer part of the brain rather than the chimp part I do full anger what? Kadona anger like, people think I'm angry when I'm complete and I'll probably be expressing somebody that is angry but see inside me I'm like no in the slightest so that I don't know I don't know there's maybe a wee bit of that it's the Scottish thing as well it's how we you know that that kind of Mm. thing the brashness of it and sometimes it comes across as being a bit aggressive when it's known the slightest to be intended like that I definitely think there's merit in getting a bit angry I love getting angry at sports love getting Mm. it makes me more you know here we go you know when I used to play football back in the day and stuff like that if you get a wee bit angry you were a wee bit better you know, you were Aye. a wee bit more edgy and a wee bit more, right, here we go, and I'm going to tackle this and the old siege mentality kicks in and that stuff, so it can be useful. Definitely mm-hmm. can be useful. Well, that book is The Chimp Paradox, by the way, by Professor Steve Aye. Peters. It's worth a read. Okay, uh, number four. Would you rather always speak your mind or never share your thoughts? <laughs> Mr. Dave Didi. I'll have answered this. <laughs> 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 there, you, there you go. You've got it. Speak your mind, Sai. Say what you have to say. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Get it out. Get it out. You're never angry when you speak your mind. That's what it's when you can't yeah. speak your mind, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's ways to deliver things, you know what I mean? But at the same time, aye, you, you have to you have to be able to get that out there and no, I couldn't I couldn't live in a world where I just kept 
all that kind of stuff bagged up inside. You would never be that type of person, mate. You would never be somebody that never shared what he was thinking and how he was feeling well, and all to, that. You You're a heart and a sleeve aye, kind of guy. Aye, aye, have to do that. And it's funny that the people that I know like you, Dave, that are like that, are always the more genuine kind of people. That's very There's kind. no falsehoods there. No, you're, you're a very, and anybody that knows you will say that. Um, just a genuine guy. Uh, so I, I always find that. that it's maybe a cliche. Oh, I speak, and I, lo- I know a lot of arseholes that I'm just dead genuine. I speak my mind, but they're just fucking insulting people. You know, a lot of the time, and it's a lot of that. But um, I, I think there is merit in saying that if there is people that are quite upfront and wear their heart on their sleeve Aye. and tell you how they feel and how they think. Aye. There's a genuineness to that. There definitely is. I think as well, I'm going to answer this now for me because I would always rather speak my mind, obviously. That's just the type of person I am as well. But I think it ties in with the anger thing with me as well because sometimes Mm. I'm trying to communicate and as you all know through this podcast over weeks and weeks of listening to my fucking made up words and stumbling through stuff, I sometimes can't verbalise exactly what I'm trying to get across. So I'm actually getting angry with myself and that's a wee psych and then that's displaying anger to, as if it's to the other person so the other person's like that. he's getting fucking angry with me when I'm actually just getting angry with myself because I can't exactly put across what I'm trying to get across mm. you know so mm. uh, there's a wee bit of that too for me so I'll go with always speak your mind could be part of the wedding pack you send out the swictionary <laughs> <laughs> to all your clients so they've got it in advance right, the singer, this is the singer's swictionary you better have a read so just <laughs> listen bamboo <laughs> just move on no, I, would, I would actually say that probably a, a reason why people book the band and like the band the party is because Swanee does aye, speak his aye, mind, and in, in a good in a good way, you know, like that's a big part of it. Like um, genuine people yeah. always say that. Aye, people always say that when the bookers and stuff, they always say, you know, it's the crowd interaction and you know this kind of stuff. So, aye, speaking your mind is a is a good aye. thing. But be you speak speak your mind and never share your thoughts. I think the healthier option is to speak your mind, isn't it? But I'm yeah. always getting into bother from other half or no saying anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, I think the healthier of the two options is to speak your mind, uh, and I suppose I could be better at doing that, I guess. Aye, I, th- I think uh, speaking your mind is obviously very important. Balance is probably a strike in both of them. <laughs> like being able to mm-hmm. hold your mind and speak your mind at the sort of right time, I suppose that's the balance. Yeah, that's, 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 if that's we were all perfect, that would be easy. <laughs> but, uh, aye, aye, I have no master that bit yet. I don't think anybody has, mate. I think that's, that's the reason why the world is all shite. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, this is a fucking... Nightmare Merv, this next one. Jesus Look at this. Number Jesus five. Would you Christ. rather lose all memories from birth <laughs> or lose the ability to make new memories? Oh, I feel quite that's, that's, yeah, that's heavy <laughs> duty, man. Weird, eh? uh, I fucking need a lie down after this podcast. I, Mr. Didi, I. The easiest, the easiest question of the night, guys. <laughs> easiest question. Do you know why? Every day we up, beauty working for him, dancer. Ah, yeah. <laughs> dancer. <laughs> Every single day. What lockdown? There's a lockdown, beauty, dancer. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Oh, give me that right now. Give me that right now, quite happily. By the time we're out of this thing, you'll be in the same side as me. Like, you don't even know your own name and all that? Like, you wake up with complete I, amnesia? I don't even know. The way, the way I, I think I found it somewhere, I didn't no, make right. it up, but I think, um, 
ye to me what it means is would you rather if all your memories go or else start from the now with new memories that's how I take it but yeah you can interpret mm, it anyway, that's you difficult but it says so would you rather lose all your memories from birth or lose the ability to make uh, memories I suppose so that's that. like is that not the same thing really you're losing your memories no matter what there aren't you well so, either you can lose all your memories from birth and continue the ability to make new memories yeah. or you can uh, oh I, I oh so it's from the, it's from this point yeah from on, this point uh, now yeah. Aye, aye, from now, aye. Aye, right, okay, I'll choose that. That was a very difficult question to answer. Really difficult question to answer. It is, but um, I think um, I would definitely go for the latter. I would rather keep what I've got. I, I, w- I think it would I, I think it would be quite... And in some ways, uh, you wouldn't want to lose your memories, but in some ways it would, it would be nice to have a fresh outlook and, you know... But Start you'd afresh. be like an alien landing you'd, here for the first time kind uh, of thing is that you'd be you'd be like a bit you wouldn't know what's happening but as, as you say Dave every day you'd be like oh, this is amazing or, to start with at least you'd be like this is amazing lockdown you know this is great and that but, exactly. uh, there is a point to that uh, isn't there aye you ever see that movie that 50 first dates you know where, I was thinking of that uh, where, I, I, I think that would be quite, that, quite bad I mean if it happened to everyone maybe but I think if it only happened to you and then everyone around you knew that and either had to just keep reminding you or something, I think that'd be quite annoying. Right, okay, here we go. Banger are saying Yuri Geller, Dave. Yuri Geller, the spoon bender. Banger. <laughs> 100% banger. <laughs> For a number of reasons. <laughs> what skill set does it bring to the world being able to bend a fucking spoon? Help me out on that one. Help me out on that one. Do you know why we have spoons? So that we can ingest food. I don't want a bent spoon. I want a spoon that is shaped like a spoon, spoon. so I can eat the food that I need to eat. So, hi, no thanks, Mr. Geller. Keep your bent spoons here in Russia on your bike. Plus, we used to have a guy where I worked at ProAct. Every day you, you would go in, you'd get like a spoon, a teaspoon or something like that. And some one of the wee fuckers in there was going in and bending and misshaping all the forks and knives. <laughs> and a big, company, a big company-wide email went out saying, can, can the Yuri girl leave, leave the cutlery in the kitchen alone for at least a week? <laughs> So that's my reasons. He is a banger. Neil. <laughs> well, I don't know the man, but uh, I, I you think you know him personally. <laughs> I, I know. I, I'll have to go. I have to go with banger because I quite find that quite funny how <laughs> you put that across. <laughs> I think bending spoons is, is amateur stuff, so I, I think definitely a banger for amateur magicianship. Yep. It's Banco, your uncle Yuri. Well, you look a bit like Yuri Geller. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur, <laughs> the guy's made fucking millions off of simply bending a, a bloody spoon. <laughs> I know. That's almost like he's like a marketing genius because that he's literally famous for fucking bending spoons. <laughs> Plus, I was also thinking with a bent spoon be quite useful for getting a bit of uh, a drawer porridge out of the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> you need a knife. Oh, uh, I <laughs> banger. What an absolute banger. But hey, impressive that you're known for 
simply bending spoons. <laughs> you know, pals were like folk in the nineties, like Madonna and Michael Jackson and all that. Like he was yeah, pals mm-hmm. with all them banger. He's a banger. But he's just bent spoons, is he? Spanko, get that off your chest there, yeah. I thought you didn't get angry. Merv? Aye, <laughs> banger, 100%. Uh, I totally agree with everybody. Um, it is amazing that he's managed to get so much mileage out of bending spoons. And it's also amazing, I can remember watching that as a kid, and even as a kid thinking that's all the shite. Because <laughs> if I remember right, he still touches the end of it. Aye, like, rubs of, it. You know, so he rubs it. So, I mean... If he'd, if he'd done it and I never touched it at all and the spoon just bent, that would be more impressive. But, um, aye, total banger. Am I right in saying there was a thing where he was, he's a film fan and he was, um, him and Michael Jackson, aye. who was also a film fan, they were watching like the, the last game of the season and they were going to uh, get relegated or whatever. He stopped and, uh, it with his mind. He stopped the ball going over <laughs> the line with his mind, aye. Because the thing I was thinking is about a one trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's a bit. Of a I was thinking he's a one-trick pony, um, like a one-trick right. pony. But if he's done that as well, I suppose that shows he's got a bit of uh, range to his abilities. <laughs> but no, nah, still. Well, is he is he like a telekinesis? Yes. The guy. That's what he's meant to be able to do. Aye. So Aye. it's not just bending spoons as such, but that's what he's famous for. Yep. The power of the mind. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he can. He says he can move stuff and mm. telepathically talk to people and all that kind of stuff, and. Like paranormal things as well. I think he does all that. Oh, yeah. But he's a fucking banger. The <laughs> guy is an banger. absolute fucking banger. Even if he wasn't bending spoons, he's still a banger. He's just a one of the guys that's a banger, isn't he? He's, there's nothing more to say about Yuri Geller apart from he's a spoon bending banger. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I'm reading the Wikipedia now. Uh, there's a guy called R- James Randy. Who writes a book, like try to discount him, challenges mm. his assertions and stuff, and he he said that he tricked even rep, reputable scientists into believing that his tricks mm. were were actually real. There you go. Power of so it just shows you, doesn't it? Aye, if they guys can get into even scientists' minds, they start to believe what science I, tells them shouldn't be true. Even when you think, I, I can remember as I say watching it years ago, but in my mind that I was watching it and it was like whatever morning TV show uh, when I was a kid and you would think because it's so basically shite what he's what he's trying to do that one of the presenters like Eamon Holmes or that would have said like this is all the shite <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean but it never it never seemed they never get questioned they bum them up they bum them up they say it's yeah. amazing and all that um, they, it also it also comes under the banger category for me because it, he's very close to being the you know the fucking bloodhound bastards, the psychics that have room full mm. of grieving uh, people, and they'll you know, mm. and they'll say, uh, "Oh, yeah. I'm getting an M. I'm getting an M. Does M they know M that starts with an M? You know, they people then they take forty Horrible. quid a session. Uh, uh, These fuckers, and there's loads of people that I know that go to them and like swear by it, and uh, I try and tell them, you know. But it's all obviously just opinion. My opinion is it's a load of shit. Well, number five in the list is a specialist at debunking all that shit. Mm. So, um, oh really? We'll come to that. Aye, aye, he's done programs. I on don't it. think. I don't think that's that's opinion, Swanee. I think that is a hundred percent. Aye, as a, a, a normal way. I th- uh, that's that. Surely you need to take that as the, the scientific. <laughs> as the, freaking, aye. Uh, yeah. I even non scientific. Even just as somebody that's got some sort of normal. Brain capacity would would uh, would. But that's that's what I'm saying. End up coming to the conclusion that's all the shit. That's what I'm saying. It's huge. 
It's f- and this oh, no, is not right. it's and fucking it's, the, the, the it's managers that I've worked with in the past that I'm getting ready to get mm-hmm. my cards read. You're what? I oh, I knew things about me that you would never oh, know. My God. It's horrible, and I've watched the the stuff debunking them as well. Mm. And you, these guys, when they get caught, they know they're caught, but they just can continue to go. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep bleeding these grieving people mm. out of their money. Horrific. It's probably the worst fucking profession you could have. As I say, is. number five in the last, Darren Brown, watch the one where he's he debunks Amazing. these guys and goes and gets them and he's like, you're just, I know exactly what you do. But it's interesting that they'll tell you that they spoke to your great aunt, but they, they never told you that you were going to be in Auckland. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Fucking know thanks for that. <laughs> I, know what I, mean. I, could have, I could have bought some toilet rolls. Yeah, and, and it's extortionate. It's that, like, mm-hmm. oh, spankle. People are paying, and they get crowds in like, social clubs. They've got crowds of people paying 30 to 45 oh quid. Oh like God. 200 oh people sitting in a, a hall. And it's always people that have just lost somebody that have just. They are vulnerable as well. Yeah. Vulnerable people. Uh, that's the other side. That's, Take away the money. There's, there's the word. Vulnerable. Yeah. And this is the thing, guys, right? What you're not taking into account there is. See these people that go to these things, they are desperate. They yeah. are desperate they for just some want kind of answers. Even if it's just to go and get their do you know what I mean? They're not desperate to get in touch with somebody they've lost. They're just desperate to feel some control in their life because yeah. they hate the fact mm. that it terrifies them that they don't have that control. They can't do you know what I mean? Get that, yeah, speak to that, that person. That, like I say, when you were if you could say something to yourself when you were younger what would you say? You look back and you think, these people are going to think, in years and years to come, they'll look back and say, why was I so scared? Mm. And that's what's driving mm. these people into fear. these places. Mm. It's just fear of not knowing. Yep, definitely. I totally agree mm. with that. Um, Neil, I hope to God um, your missus isn't a tarot card reader. <laughs> 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 or anything like that, mate. No, <laughs> what no, do you no. feel about this? I mean, it's in the title of their name. They're all called mentalists. So I, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't put a finer point on, on yeah, the fact that I've, I've kind of questioned things. Well, I question things a lot, but I quite think on a horizontal plane. So I, I for some reason, I, I can just like think... If anyone says anything, I go, oh, let's try that in my mind. And I like fire it like, mm. to as far as I can with it, thinking I could think up things and say things. And if I hit the right nerve on someone or if I yeah. see someone and then I just say one thing yeah. that I know they're yeah. going to jump right on, I've got them. I could say yeah. anything and, yeah. they'll be- and, you know, and they'll believe it. So it's a That's really, uh, for me, it's, it's all psychology is the way yeah. to trick a mind rather than yeah. to read it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. right. Sigmund Freud. Dave, banger or saint? I'm afraid it'll be a saint. He brought an awful lot of forethinking and, and, and big picture understanding of the human mind to people. And if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have that ability to start understanding why people are drawn to yeah. people like psychics and all that kind of stuff and, yeah. and understanding the, the very nature of psychosis. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously coming from a, a family where my, my father was a psychologist and he taught psychology, mm-hmm. I, Sigmund Freud was obviously, you know, there was a book in the house or at least a good few, I would mm-hmm. see. So, Saint for me, guys. Cool. Neil. Saint. Let me read you something, right? <laughs> so, and you can go oh. for yourself. So, okay, these, these two points are, are, are absolutely belters. So, 
This is because only men have moral sense. This is a Sigmund Freud. We all evolve from apes, so no human is born with it, but boys acquire morality through the castration complex. That is, the fear of their fathers will emasculate them for their misbehaviour. But it gets better. Having nothing obvious to neuter, girls and women are essentially amoral. Lying and conniving to get what they want. <laughs> girls, must be, girls must be guided through civilised life by a father and a woman by a husband. And because they choose not to marry, lesbians remain loose cannons, fundamentally untrustworthy and unstable. <laughs> Fuck me, is that well, he didn't quite say the 11, did he? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> to, be, I mean, to, to be fair... It's hard to... I mean, that's like now. See, us reading that now. But see, back in the day, mm, yeah. I suppose it's yeah, a completely time. different mindset, yeah. you know. So I'm yeah, not taking away from the uh, fact he was, uh, as what David pointed out. Yeah. Uh, this is the 1800s we're yeah. talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, that when he, is that when he was? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late 1800s, I think, into the yeah. early 1900s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, that is a different thing. Uh, it's totally different. That's staggering. I did not know that. Uh, I did you know, not know but, that. You know, he came up with terrible things, but... Uh, you know. He did open the plane for, like, as you say, psychosis and all this stuff, yeah. but I think, for me, because he did that, I think we've got so many more bangers in the world that have got yeah. so many different things Very to say. True. Very so, true. It's a fair point. So, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go for a banger for that, but... It's Banco. We'll go... We'll go Saint, just because of his innovations, and we'll forgive him because it was a different time for me. So Merv, I think I would need to say Saint because I think psychology is a big thing these days and I think we are learning more about ourselves as a species, if that's the right word, mm-hmm. I don't know. And the more things that are, under, that, that are discovered, I think, and the more that people learn about the mind and stuff, the better a society we can have and the, the more people can get helped, mm-hmm. you know, if they've mm-hmm. got um, issues, situations. Um, that stuff that you were saying, Neil, I, that's, that's pretty far out, that's, that's wrong. Uh, those views really um, but I think on reflection you'd, I'd say Saint just for innovation I think we'd be in a worse place if we never had that if we never looked at a, a psychology you know? aye totally agree I am going to go Saint as well for him um, just because of his you know his innovations and stuff Paul McKenna Paul McKenna let's go to Merv Paul McKenna I used to like watching his show, actually. Bit um, creepy. I'm on TV. Mm. <laughs> um, Isn't he? Uh, it comes he? across to me as a bit creepy. Oh, right? I, 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 I don't know if um, he's been Charles um, Wayne. But, um, <laughs> no, he's not around the eyes, doesn't he? Aye, that, all that kind eyes. of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the guys have got um, that wee creepiness about them, haven't they? Darren Brown's a bit... Mm, mm. You know what I mean? So, just People s- swear by his... Uh, Thing with weight loss book. Aye, I, uh, I don't know when about it, but I thought people swear. And they stopped smoking as well, apparently. Aye, I, I mean, if that's that's amazing. It's amazing that somebody can be hypnotised. Although I suppose when you think if somebody can be su- suggested that they're the channel on the dead and stuff, then you can see where that that comes from. But uh, I'll probably just say banger for no real good reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you got there, mate. But uh, Neil, Paul McKenna. <laughs> Uh, he's just another mentalist, to be honest, so just a banger. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Spanks? Did he know do a thing where his famous thing on his show was he would give somebody a pair of glasses and they thought they could see everybody naked in the crowd? Aye. It was quite funny, aye. Aye, he done that. I think they all do that. That's an old one, do that, do they? I remember that. Aye. I remember that as a child. 
thinking I want, I want the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the creep. <laughs> now we know how your dreams are coming to be. So Saint for the nudiness, I Saint for the nudiness, okay. Fucking grow up. <laughs> Dave, Paul McKenna. Uh, I'll have to go with Banger. Banger, for, for all the reasons that have been outlined, he's a wee bit too shiny and I just had a wee look there, I have to say, and some of his books just ooze that. You know that old mafia kind of silky aye. suit kind of aye. effect? Aye. It just looks... It looks as if he should be carrying an easel. Aye. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's one of the guys that should be carrying an easel and he's walking into a conference room in a hotel, he set up and draw with a... He's one of the looking guys. I've just been on his website and he's got hypnotic gastric band. I just saw that. I can make you sleep. I'm sure you can. Instant confidence. Aye, mate. and ultimate golf success. <laughs> <laughs> How do you go for a hypnotic <laughs> gastric band to ultimate golf success? Yeah. It's so cheeseballed material. It's unbelievable. It's very much down the line of all these self-help guys. Yeah, you know, that, that, yeah, I, I, it's very that, much like that. that the USA style stuff be suited up, be shiny uh, and be cheesy and all that, banger for me this one has definitely been on before, or we've well, spoke we about spoke him. about him before, wasn't it? right, ok, um, Fraser Crane I'm selling and scrambled I'm going to go Saint because I love a bit of Fraser Crane Probably one of the best shows. See that just—it's just accessible. It's not offensive, and it doesn't—you know what I mean? They're almost laughing at themselves most of the time. You yeah. don't get enough of that these days. Shows true, either, very true. Either have to be incredibly cruel these days to people, or mm-hmm. nice comedy disappeared, hasn't it? Aye, Aye. definitely. Aye. I think I'll go to me next. Um, Fraser is a saint. Pre-cheers. A banger post cheers. Ah, interesting. Dave, um, Neil, sorry, Fraser Crane. Uh, I have nothing offensive. I say Saint, I think. Spanko. Yeah, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid, and I think it was. I remember my mum and dad watching it loads as well, and just my dad used to laugh a lot. So, even just the if we go in the memory thing there, then that Fraser Crane or Fraser provided, then I would go for Saint. Merv. Uh, I'll say banger. I don't like Fraser, a controversial one. I said that <laughs> when we talked about it the last thing. The good, the best thing actually, is somebody was singing it as the theme tune. That's the But I don't like these middle of the road comedies. Honestly, I don't. I just find them a bit naff. I know. I totally. I totally get the thing. You know, accessible, and you can just Aye, watch you know, it on that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I, I'd, I'd watch something else accessible instead. It's maybe like uh, Homes Under a Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> no difference there. No difference. Uh, uh, well, it's not, it's not about the same thing. <laughs> In the morning, aye. Uh, Frazier's on Odd Day Channel 4. I said Banger. He's on Odd Day. Although he's, he's, a, he's a good uh, Simpsons character. Aye. 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 What's his name again? His real, um, real name? Sideshow Bob. No, the actor's name. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, that's it. Last but not least, Darren Brown. I'll go to Neil. Yeah, it's banger. <laughs> <laughs> banger. <laughs> so I don't, I don't need to explain myself. It's just, just the way it is. It just has yep. to be. <laughs> Spanko, Darren Brown. Uh, Saint, I love this show uh, and what we are talking about earlier about him debunking the psychics. Yeah. He debunks 
folk believing in ghosts as well, which is up there for me is the same thing. Yeah. What about you, Merv Dern Brown? I sent, uh, I agree with Spanko, I used to like his programme. Uh, you don't really see many guys doing a sort of magic, sort of, it's not magic exactly, but you don't, that sort of stuff doesn't translate well these days, although I think his stuff mm-hmm. does or did at that time, and I used to like it, I so... Same. I love the stuff he done where you know make people think they've robbed a bank. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, they were good shows. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Saint for that. Saint guys, I'm with you. Sorry, I for other reasons you give. Um, no, I, I I I get the 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 sniff of banger from Neil, mm. but at the same time <laughs> he's done too much to debunk the hoodwinkers, the villains, mm-hmm. the crooks. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. For that alone, you should get a sainthood. No right. doubt. Thanks, Thanks for coming you. on, Dave. Thanks for Cheers, mate. Good Thanks, Dave. Thanks very much for having me. It's I know this is past your bedtime, mate. What's You're up? usually in your bed at seven o'clock, stuff like that. Seven? Up at four. <laughs> up, what, is that a late night for me, man? <laughs> <laughs> up at half three in the morning with a milkman to go 120 <laughs> miles on a bike. So thanks, mate. It was good to speak to you. We'll need Guys, to get a great laugh. We will have to soon. catch up once all this clears up. Definitely. Aye, Definitely. Thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy COVID Curer podcast. We'll be back soon with another ill-informed chat-filled episode. Why not tell us what you think by email, inquiry at carboncopymusic.band, or visit our website, carboncopymusic.band. And if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already, please give us a like on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carboncopy4, and even our Instagram at Carbon Copy Wedding Band. Thanks again. No bangers were harmed during the making of this podcast. Carbon Copy reserve the right to moan about anything they like, and they will. Thank you.